Hello, so today we finally, we, me, myself, I've decided to have a guest and it's a great talk, I think. I finally bit the bullet and decided to message someone being like, hey, do you want to guest on the podcast? It's really, my resistance to having guests is really just the message. Like, I don't want to send a message being like, can we do this? And then like schedule something because I am... I'm so stupid, like, I'm so stupid, I don't know what the reason is, I just don't like asking people for help, I feel like asking someone to be on my podcast is asking them for help, even though it's not, it's very normal, it's like a normal thing, every podcast has guests, it's natural, it's, you know what's unnatural, talking to yourself for an hour, and thinking that not having any other perspectives is okay, but anyways, I'll probably do more of those, in the future, it was just easy well, during the pandemic. Uh, anyways, so today's guest is Zach Gray from the Zo- Zolas. A lot of Z's in that set. Zeds, 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 Zeds. Oh my God! I'm what? Z- is Zed a le- Zed is a letter? A lot of Zeds, Zs. <laughs> I need to stop. Okay. Anyway, enjoy the podcast. It's a it's a fun little talk. And check out the Zolas on uh, any music DS DMS DS any platform where you listen to music. Uh, they're great. And Zach is the lead singer. And you should check them out. And he is on the podcast today. All right, that's enough. <laughs> have you been up to what is going on um i i don't know today i'm pretty excited because i i finally finished this is there's like uh you know how it is you're working on something over the course of a year and that doesn't mean that you're like toiling at it for a year it just means that you're like um you if you look at the day that you first made that file whether mm-hmm. it's like an a, uh, like a document file or like a an audio file and yeah. you're like, wow, I've been working on this for over a year. But anyway, yeah. it's just like something I started a long time ago, and I think I finally finished it yesterday. And it's oh, nice. And I'm really happy with it. It's kind of like, is it an album? Of... <laughs> no, it's just one song. <laughs> oh, it's one song. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, I yeah. I work on jokes for so long, like no, like years and years. So really. Yeah, I mean, like, it, you you never know when it's finished. Like, I'll think it's finished after a week, and then I'll do it, you know, in a month, and it changes, and it's better. And then I'll do it in, like, a year, and it's better the way I yeah. do it, you know? Because you just mm-hmm. gain more experience or whatever. And yeah. then you take that, and you make whatever it is you do better. It's like, it's like when Picasso... <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> I'm like for compare we're we're just like Picasso. But I think it's like when Picasso drew I don't know, I heard some story like anecdote about Picasso drawing on a napkin, scribbling on a nap or it probably wasn't Picasso, but some fucking artist to like scribbling on a napkin in a bar and then mm-hmm. some woman like he was gonna toss the napkin away and some woman was watching him and then the woman was like, Oh, actually can you not throw it away? Like I wanna buy it 
or like I want to not buy it but like can I have it because you're gonna throw it away anyways and he was like okay um I'll I'll give it to you for ten thousand dollars and she's like what but you were just gonna toss it and he was like um yeah but it took me uh, she was like it took you what like 10 minutes to draw that and he was like no actually it took me 10 years or like 25 years to draw it or whatever because what he means is like his previous experiences like you know like everything in his life led up to not led up but you know that doodle (laughs) you know like everything like his growing up like his whole life collective experience made him gave him the you know experience to like draw it yeah 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 I've I've definitely heard people talk like that and it always (laughs) makes me think it always makes me cringe a little because it's like yeah (laughs) the self-important artist thing like yeah honestly it's definitely cringe for the best shit the best (laughs) shit that I've ever come up came up with happened in like 35 minutes (laughs) yeah pretty much and and then yeah sure like I've lived my life until then but I haven't been on the clock yeah but I guess like what they mean is like your experience like your every moment is your learning to do whatever it is you do you know just being alive in general of course yeah yeah and i expect <laughs> to be paid for that i expect to be compensated ten thousand dollars you wouldn't believe how many youtube videos i watched to come up with this joke <laughs> and i expect to be paid for every one of them yeah how many hours of watching <laughs> now canceled comedians like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've you know how long it's taken me to make this list of what not to joke about yeah <laughs> yeah um, throwing all that away but that's cool are you like are you proud of the work i think it's in well yeah you it's that's the uh the whole rush of it right like this is probably the best i'm gonna feel mm-hmm. about about it uh forever because Why? it's always when you when Oh well, yeah, don't you, you just said I, because, and you were like because starting to explain. I was like, why? <laughs> don't you find? Don't you find that um, the moment before your thing? So you're about to release an album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been good about plugging that or not on this uh, podcast, but maybe I'll say something about. It. <laughs> yeah, you're you're in the midst of of getting ready to re- release this album, which has been a long time coming. And oh my god, so long. As you know, I mean, it's a little different because you've been waiting so long to release it. You might be kind of over it. But um, a lot of the time, the the best moment is right before it comes out. Because it's like the uh, the Schrodinger's cat kind of phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about with that? No. So Schrodinger's cat is like this. Philos- I, guess, I don't know. It's like some sort of thought, thought experiment, which is like. Um, there's a cat in a box and you've put like a nuclear isotope in there mm-hmm. and and then close the box so you no one can see in there and then you come back in an hour and um, until you open the box there's a bunch of stuff but the 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 gist is until you open the box you no one in the whole world knows whether the cat is alive or dead it's a pretty macabre mm. experiment because why do you have to do that with a cat but <laughs> yeah. um and so for from as far as like philosophical or like i don't know maybe quantum theory goes that cat is both alive and dead yeah time oh my god sorry someone i lost you 
Oh, oops. Oh, okay. No, we're back. Okay, now. We're okay, back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the cat is dead. The cat is both alive and okay. dead <laughs> at the exact same time because there's right. no one's no one's been able to observe it. This is my like my uh, you know not having to gone not having gone to school for it um, imp- interpretation of what Schrodinger's cat is, and that's sort of what it's like when you're about to release in your case an album the album yeah. is at at the exact same time it's a total flop and it's uh like projected you into a, some sort of stratospheric uh st- stardom status right um because it hasn't been out it's, it's not that, out yet so it's, it's that both. area of like what before yeah and so it, there's it has infinite promise right you know because yeah. you don't know you there there is some some chance that like um you could that you know this comes out and then within a week netflix is calling you yeah and they're like they're like every other comedian got canceled except for you so please <laughs> yeah everyone <laughs> every comedian in the world got together and uh, said the n-word together <laughs> <laughs> but you but you missed the <laughs> and i didn't you weren't there. You yeah. would have. You hundred percent would have, because everyone it was a was. collective, uh, for yeah. some reason, thing that everyone yeah. was doing to get canceled. <laughs> and and your I, your internet your internet was down. You couldn't join the Zoom call. Yeah. And uh, I I yeah I was the only working eligible comedian, so I have to do every show and every comedy special. Oh my god! Imagine if if like. <laughs> that would actually be an extremely funny little like Photoshop project is to take like the Netflix front page and make like the whole comedy section just different different specials of yours. Like, yeah. Fake, yeah, with stupid different specials. names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the chair special. Oh yeah, exactly. Cotton <laughs> cotton swab special. Yeah. And like stupid. And bullshit. like clearly like diminishing levels of effort. Uh like, <laughs> yeah. like uh walking to the store special netflix special yeah. walk into the, the store what else do you want special <laughs> the, bleed the, me dry special the yeah. huh special <laughs> yeah yeah no that's true like it is a moment of like no one has decided what it is yet except for i know what it is but i don't know how everyone's gonna see it yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of scary i've been thinking about that like i just like scared to put something of mine out you know just like it because it's kind of vulnerable to be like oh this is my work you know and here of course do what you will with it you know (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's um that was my stomach by the way that was yeah it wasn't i've been silently farting so it's fine (laughs) cool yeah that's (laughs) why we contribute that's the whole reason this is over Zoom. It's not because of the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, because because you, yeah, not only is it vulnerable, but like you're up until now, you're allowed some sort of like artistic delusion. You're, you're afforded some sort of artistic delusion, which is in your mind, you're allowed to be a total narcissist and think like, um the only reason i'm not um you know dave Chappelle right now is because i haven't put my album out yet yeah yeah and, yeah that's the obvi- only reason <laughs> obviously no obviously like not that many people have heard of me but it's just because they haven't heard my album yet yeah and no you know I what pe- 
I'm actually very excited about that part where, because uh, like when you Google me, because I've had like some pr- like local press and people yeah. messaging me being like, oh, um, you know, I saw you in this article or whatever, and I watched your YouTube video and I thought you were really funny. And I was thinking like, oh, yeah, I have a YouTube video. I forgot. Like I posted that, you know, three, f- three years ago. I don't even know why. I think I have you on stage. Yeah. Or yeah, is it yeah. Something- It's nice. like from at the comedy mix, like a venue that's already been closed. So like, that's how long ago it was. I, I posted it. I don't remember why I posted it, but it's just one YouTube video that I forgot about online, but everyone is like, that's how they know me if they've never seen me live. So like if they look yeah. me up on the internet, that's how they know me. I'm like, I don't even remember the joke, like the jokes I do for that set is so ancient you know like i don't do that joke anymore even so that's how they know oh, me man. and so i'm like uh, annoyed that that's how even though they like it's positively received but i'm still like oh well i'd yeah. rather you see my like most recent work and i can't do that until like the album's out because i don't really like to post clips i don't know why it's just yeah why do you why do you think you don't like to post clips i just think it's like i don't know it like i i I don't enjoy really watching youtube like stand-up clips of people uh, anyone i like specials but i don't like you know like seven minute clips or whatever i just think it's not it's not a good representation of like the comic like i feel like i don't know it's just like a disconnect I feel like the how you experience a comedian, you have to either see them live, like a stand-up comedian, you have to see them live, or uh, like an hour special where you like really right. see the whole show. Like even if you're not there, you kind of get who they are like with an hour. So mm-hmm. yeah, but with like seven minute clips, I'm like, what's the point? Yeah. That's a pretty nuanced take that I feel like only comedians... Um, would feel because as a non-comedian i don't give a shit whether like (laughs) if it's you know if it's a if it's a a particularly good seven minutes i'm totally happy to watch that right yeah um but i mean i'm sure there's lots of things in my industry that that i care about that that uh that normal just music listeners definitely wouldn't care about so yeah Yeah, i mean that's how i feel too like i know like they're enjoyable i think it's like my own issue like people are always like, mm. oh, you should post clips or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but maybe it's just my laziness. Well, I don't know. I just want to put out like a cohesive work. Yeah. Well, you're about to do that. Yeah. And you've got, and it's got the, the little mountain performance attached to it, right? Yeah. It's uh, it was it's a full there. special. Yeah, basically. And Dude, yeah, there's, there's, there's legitimately a chance. And I'm sure either you know this and I'm just sort of um, stating the obvious or you're too humble. There's a legitimately a chance that when this comes out, it'll get put on some streaming service and, and the world will watch it because they have nothing else to watch. <laughs> yeah. You know what? A lot of people have just said like, Oh, there's not nothing really right now. Like there's no content really. So. Which is um, unbelievably, if that's true, it sounds totally insane. I mean, like, there is, but there does feel like a lack of, you know, like, comedy content. There's a lot, I feel like a lot of shows have come out, but they're all, like, dramas or 
like not there, there honestly isn't that much like comedy so yeah 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 and they said like and yeah some people have said told me like you know it'll people will listen to it and i was like oh yeah oh man it yeah if if it <laughs> if it's good if it's good then people will definitely listen to it i haven't i haven't seen it so yeah um, no um, I'm, I'm just assuming it's good but i'm pretty uh, critical of like <laughs> comedy <laughs> So, and, but like, I, I do think it's good. Like, I'm proud of my, I'm very judgmental. Like if I have like a good set that would be like objectively good, like where the audiences Mm -hmm. uh, laughed a lot, I would still criticize some pick out things. So I'm pretty critical of myself and comedy in general. And I do, I'm actually like the album. (laughs) So that's yeah. pretty huge, and I hope that you keep that arrogance because it's it's magnetic. <laughs> it's magnetic. That kind of arrogance is magnetic, and it's it'll like it'll nourish you over time. I remember hearing this interview, and I never forgot it. It was an interview with Seth Rogen mm-hmm. where he was talking about. So he, this is like shortly after, not not too shortly, several years after he became like super successful, and someone mm-hmm. was asking him about the making of Superbad, and he and how he had. Like, is it true that you had started writing that when you're still in high school? And he said, yeah. Um, yeah, we wrote it. And then we we were just um, so proud of it that we we sent it to all these. Uh, we actually got meetings with studios and stuff. Mm. And uh, and we sat down with them and they watched uh, the where I guess they read the screenplay. Mm-hmm. And um, and all of them said, hell no no i mean we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna put we're not gonna make a movie that's written by a bunch of teens yeah um and like an r-rated comedy written by a bunch of teens yeah. nowadays it sounds like obviously that would do well but at the time yeah. i think that seemed like a risk and yeah, then it was all, yeah it was all like romantic comedies or some shit yeah i don't i don't know and then and then the interviewer asked him like so did that how did that make you feel did that make you um question uh the you know the quality of the or like the question the movie or question the idea and he and his answer is like no i just felt bad for those guys because <laughs> i knew that i knew that the movie was the best thing in the fucking world <laughs> and he he was like he was like 17 years old and he really felt that way yeah it's cool and, to believe in your work yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and i think that that's like you have to it's so easy to make to make uh uh, let's say content to make like art and I, I don't want to say content or art to mm-hmm. make <laughs> output <laughs> to yeah. make output that like that you know that people are sp- that people might like but you yourself like wouldn't listen to or watch yeah. really yeah I mean maybe it might be harder with comedy because it's such a personal thing but yeah for music at least like you can definitely get stuck in a in a pattern where you're putting out music and albums that like you know people will respond to uh, to some degree but you yourself like it isn't exactly what you're into and oh. uh and a lot of people do that and do people do that in the music oh, yeah oh for sure for sure really? because like they don't like it but then they'll do it just for popularity sake they it's not even so much out of popularity it's just out of like habit like i don't know like for example i don't know if you're if let's say you started like a garage rock band or something and then 
you're on the path and you have some fans and you're putting out music and and also there's a few of you together so the so you all like it's it's a compromise it's a it's like a the product is like a uh um it's a sort of composite of all of your tastes mm-hmm. um and so you're making that music and then after a, f- a few years you realize that like when you go out go outside and like go for a walk or go for a drive and put on music like you're only listening to trap music <laughs> because that's what actually yeah. makes you excited yeah um then why wouldn't they do that it's just be- habit i guess yeah yeah because you're not on that path and it's really hard to like yeah. it's Sometimes the worst the worst is when someone falls in falls in love with a new type of music and then tries to marry it to what they were doing before. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's either the best or the worst. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it's really good. I feel like the like be. I feel like that's what Six Nine does, where he <laughs> where he like. I don't think he listens to his own music. I feel like he doesn't like what he does because I can see it in his face. You know, he just looks like I enjoy. Um, what do you think he? I like to? Drake. No, he likes he likes no. Drake, but he's no. making. I think he likes Mariah Carey because <laughs> he's. I th- is he Latino? I don't know. I think so. I th- yeah, his name's Takashi or something, yeah. but I think he just named himself that. I think his real name is something else. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Latin and um yeah. So I think is, he is he making music again? Is he out of he jail? He probably likes Selena Gomez. <laughs> I'm just generalizing. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Okay, well there it is. You know who you you know who's the most Spanish? Selena Gomez. <laughs> that's that's Spanish all it took, people really. love Selena Gomez. <laughs> Let me tell you the thing about Spanish people. <laughs> Um, I feel like is he out of jail? Is I don't when, know. I think he was in jail, and I feel like I don't know. Last time I checked, he was in court for something, and then he I don't know, and then he came out with a with a song that was like, ha ha ha. Well, he, he had was, sex like, with laughing. A, he had sex with a fifteen year old on camera. Oh, what? But, Okay, I didn't yeah. know that happened. That didn't. It didn't. It didn't go so well. Bad guy. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's for not, a while. It's I not thought, not a classy move. Yeah, for a while, for like before I knew he did crimes, mm-hmm. um, or like crimes are okay, but like you know, crimes against children is bad. But like for before I knew he did ch- child crimes. I admired his confidence. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that confidence comes from being a child crime person. Yeah. 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 You don't so you can't imagine sleeping with a 15-year-old? No. <laughs> of Is course that what you're not. <laughs> Come on. He's like I a hot have... He's like a hot 15-year-old dude. Like picture like Liam Hemsworth when he was 15. Liam... Probably pretty Hemsworth. I don't know. I'm picking any. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, the little brother, right? Yeah. Okay, just Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Then (laughs) I just picked any Chris Hemsworth. He looks like a lion. (laughs) 
<laughs> what about aren't the guys from BTS basically 15 and and if they were, <laughs> do you not think that they Whoa. would have looked, they would have looked pretty much like that when they were 15? Uh no, they actually look like babies when they were 15. Um mm. they actually all were like the youngest was 15 when he joined and he t- he literally looked like a baby. And then when mm. they all and but the oldest was 20. But he still right. looked like a baby. Right. right now, they look like they're about 18, but they're actually <laughs> like 28. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the oldest is 28. The youngest is 23, younger than me. It pisses me off so much. I'm like... <laughs> Get used to it, baby. You're just going to be used to it. younger than me and mm. the most successful person in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um i'm so used to everyone being older than me like you know just looking up celebrities being like oh 27 good oh mm-hmm. 25 good and then yeah when they started getting younger i'm like what the fuck is this mm-hmm. what's going on i think for me it was like when um when all pro athletes uh became younger than me that was when i was like that's when I stopped paying attention. Actually, <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's not. It's not going to get any better. Like I know how this ends, so I'm not going to pay attention to this. Nar- <laughs> this narrative. Yeah, they're all like 18. Everyone's freshly 18 in the sports. Uh, yeah, I. That's why I don't watch sports. I'm like, well, no, no. There's no. like all the every dude that's retiring is like around my age now. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're like, uh, everything hurts. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly and i'm like i don't know i feel okay <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe it's because i haven't been getting crunched along uh into the boards for about yeah would you years. do that would like i can't imagine being a professional athlete like I, I don't know even if i was like super good at shot put or something i don't know if i would do it just because you kind of like you just overexert for like the first 10 years of your life or mm. not the first 10 years but you know like the first chapter of your life and then the rest you're just trying to put back together what you broke just to yeah be you're athlete. just trying to stay healthy yeah, yeah yeah at some point it is just about staying healthy it's not and even they- staying healthy it's like retracing the step like because you like they overexert to the point of like breaking themselves right um so the rest of their lives they're focusing on recovering and then trying to be like everyone else you know yeah unless you're a qb then <laughs> yeah quarterbacks they don't get they don't get hit too much anymore no unless you're qb then you're just you know you just eating cheeseburgers and with your wife well Giselle. no because if you want to if yeah, yeah okay <laughs> if you but that's the thing you have to be a bit of a psychopath to stay to stay like in the game for a really, really long time like I mean, I mean, psychopath in a good way, I guess, like LeBron, Tom Brady, like those guys. It's a good thing. They're millionaires because they spend like I think I read that LeBron spends over a million dollars a year on just on his body. <laughs> I'm sure it's even more. Th- I'm sure it's even more than that, because, you know, you you have like a, a personal chef. You have your you have probably like a team of five trainers. Yeah. You've got, and these are all people who work full time for you. Yeah a masseuse you're buying all sorts of new gadgets like cryogenic uh 
like I don't know cryo cryotherapy and yeah yeah, and a bunch of stuff yeah decompression chambers and stuff like that you're I know I'm thinking that like getting like stem cell you're flying to Switzerland to get stem cell uh, transfers and stuff like that you're drinking like the blood of of uh, um, of young children yeah that's like sold by um Takashi six Takashi six nine yeah <laughs> yeah he sells them but yeah no I and plus you get used to that lifestyle like I it's I feel like playing sports just makes you f- anything where you're like using your body um it makes you feel like a god I bet you know if you're do if you're just crushing everyone at this yeah. like physical thing you probably just feel like Jesus, you know. Or what was your sport? What was your sport? <laughs> oh, I was always so bad at sports. I played, but I played a lot because that was how that was like how you made friends, like joining yeah. sports teams. So I did volleyball for like four years, but I was always the worst um, player <laughs> on the team. I always like barely made it, and I played softball. And I tried out for basketball, but then I didn't make the team like twice, both times I um, tried out, but also I like jammed my finger. It's still crooked. Like, really? I have an injury from a stupid sport. I've never even been allowed to play because then I was too shitty. But at tryouts, I jammed my finger and it it, like literally is permanently. Oh, yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. I'm so annoyed by that <laughs> i didn't even give any time i didn't get anything from basketball i was just rejected and i have this fucking crooked finger now but whatever i'm surprised you even let your hands be seen in public <laughs> it's so bad i don't know bro, you guys no one listening to this can see video but she's literally holding up what looks like a crow's claw <laughs> they're all bent from yeah, a sport yeah. i never played <laughs> it look it looks like it looks like a haunted tree Oh my god! Like a haunted, oh. dead tree. Oh god! Yeah, but did you play anything? Uh, yeah, I did. I was so into sports. If you, yeah, if you had tall. like, I bet every, yeah, you, I, I bet every team was like, oh my god, please come play our sport. Like, if you're tall. Well, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna, not gonna deny <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> they, uh, uh, yeah, if you talked to me when I was 16 and you'd ask me like, what are you gonna be when you grow up? My my answer would have been I'm going to be a professional goalie in soccer. Oh, which wow. was really naive. At the, it's hilariously naive even at the time, because uh, if I was going to be a professional soccer player, I would have already by like 14, I would have been in some sort of like pro system. <laughs> Instead, I was like not even. And I think I I ended up quitting or I sort of moved on to other sports and took soccer less seriously shortly after that when it dawned on me that I wasn't even the best goalie in BC, <laughs> let, alone, <laughs> let alone Canada. And yeah. then let alone, let alone, yeah, it was, so I, I did not have it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I did not you have gotta it. You got to go to Brazil. It's so funny that like industries are different places of the world. Like if you want to be a comedian, like a stand up, you have to go to New York. If you want to be a screenwriter, you have to go to LA. If you want to be a, actor la if you want to go to do soccer brazil if you want to be a dj it's europe you know <laughs> yeah 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 it's like hubs. okay well wh- all right let's let's name some other places and you, i'm gonna name a, another city and then you have to say what what <laughs> what it's the hub for 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Easy one. Seoul, Korea. K-pop. K-pop. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Another industry that starts so young. You have to be getting K-pop at fourteen. No. On- honestly, yeah. But that that was the ne- <laughs> that that was like that was like me at sixteen, having never um, even been to Korea, saying like. I think I want to be a K-pop star. And it's like, no, dude, you already missed that boat. You're too old, even yeah. at 16. Honestly, K-pop. you have to start going to K-pop school at like 12. And unless you're super good looking, because then one of the members. Right. Oh, so it, yeah. One of the members. So it would have been possible. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the members. Uh, one of the members of um, BTS got scouted because he went to film school and uh, he never had interest in like K-pop and then, but he got scouted by like uh, a, a record label being like, oh, you should be a K-pop idol because of how you look. <laughs> and he was like, nah, I'm in <laughs> film school. And then he graduated film school and never like did anything. He was like, kind of like, yeah, ah. he like looked, he looked out at the landscape of, of being an artist uh, in uh, being like a director or something and was like, <sighs> Ooh, that's no. that that's looking pretty <laughs> chilly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like, oh, uh, I don't, I don't know. And and so he got scouted again uh, by like BTS people, and he was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So he he started that at twenty, and he never had to go to K-pop school. I mean, he did at twenty, but he that's like the oldest you can. Which enter. one is this? Jin. Which one is this? Jin. Jin he's the yeah. oldest one of them. He's the oldest. He's twenty eight now and he was 20 when he started in bts yeah but yeah yeah no it, that's also very young i can you imagine oh my god like athletes and k-pop stars both i, mean, I totally would have wanted to be when i was 14 like i was looking in the mirror at myself and being like maybe i could be like a backstreet boy or something like that <laughs> I, just thought they were the, I thought they were the fucking coolest and i was into singing already and i was just like like who knows like maybe i'll maybe i'll get hunky eventually and but in the meantime i just got to work on my moves (laughs) if if you know soccer goalie doesn't work out then i'll be a backstreet boy it's my backup yeah yeah (laughs) soccer goalie yeah yeah no so eventually uh i realized that i wasn't gonna become a pro soccer player and then Mm -hmm. um this girl at high school invited me to come to uh, an ultimate practice mm-hmm. um which is the team's co-ed and i went once and then looked around and was like man there are girls here <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not playing soccer anymore i'm not playing <laughs> soccer anymore yeah so yeah th- then i switched to a, a sport that is like uh such a fringe sport that it it may not even count ultimate but yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm kind of self-deprecating. But <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I was super into Ultimate from like, yeah, from like 11th grade till, uh, till after university. I played all through university and was like, so it was like my fraternity, essentially. Oh, wow. Like university, that means like, that's really good. They're usually. Yeah, we, we were good. We were good. Yeah. And man, I had, we had such a good time, you know. Was it also co-ed in university? No, but all the had uh, the girls' team went to the same tournaments as us, so we often go together and stay in the same hotels. Um, 
so yeah that it was coed nice. enough yeah and um it was great it was yeah it was sort of what you're describing it was like the only the best way to make friends to make i real know friends is, uh, is it, it's the closest thing to joining a k-pop group because it's like you're in a group and you got to travel yeah. together to do things like sh- like not shows but like you know games which are essentially shows so you're like touring yeah <laughs> but you're you know you're all in it together you feel the same things you have the same goals like it's yeah it's very unifying like i don't think i've been better friends with people than when i was on like a volleyball team in high school i wish i could have por- played um university sports though like but i was not good enough like university sport i didn't even dream of like uh trying out because they would have just laughed in my face speaking of trying you know when when i hear something that will will either make you cry or laugh yeah. um i have a friend whose mom is korean mm-hmm. um and uh, her dad was polish or something so she, so she um there was some sort of like k-pop um <laughs> audition going on at a mall or somewhere in vancouver and oh, um in vancouver yeah it was in Vancouver. I think it was in Vancouver. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. And uh, and it was basically like calling all Korean or Korean passing girls like come audition for this girl group. Whoa. And um, and she was like, I want to audition, Mom. I want to do it. And and so she auditioned. Um, and then uh, and then they she never heard back. And then like six seven years later her mom let it slip that she got the audition she she got the the audition like she was she was selected but her mom was like fuck no my girlfriend my girl is not gonna <gasps> oh. join that life oh my god so she never even she never even told her <laughs> that's awful <laughs> she could have been she could have been in girls generation or whatever oh my god i would have i, I would have poison your mom yeah i would have killed my mom i was gonna like i was like what is too harsh but not harsh not harsh but that's not harsh enough you know but no i would have been so pissed like not even giving her the option to choose and also making her believe making her believe that she wasn't good enough like i feel like that's worse like killing her self-esteem well i mean they weren't really (laughs) Uh, they weren't auditioning for anything but looks really so like who cares oh, right. if it wasn't yeah. good enough honestly like, looks is half it, of it like that is like yeah. as, as shitty as it is like it is half of like what they look for in korea uh k-pop groups but what's so funny is that like when i look at like when i go you know for dinner on robson street back in in the the days of going to dinner on robson street mm-hmm. um i uh there'd be loads of kids I, who look like they could be in k-pop groups mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's so many you know well like so many there's so many like handsome dudes who with good style just sort of like walking around even in vancouver they're just language students and they got their shit together i don't know what it means I, maybe i just don't have like the nuanced taste <laughs> of like what makes a particularly yeah handsome k-pop star because to me like the the dudes in bts looked average 
because just because the average is so high. No, because, okay. that's, because the average. <laughs> I just made this face. Yeah. Yeah, you did. That was yeah, like, just <gasps> like <laughs> oh whoa, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing that you can't say on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, that BTS looks average. <laughs> average. <laughs> You're not even like, oh, they're ugly. You're like, they look average, and I'm like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, but there's, there's so many people with great style. I mean, style in general, I don't know if this is something that you're aware of because you're a lot younger than me, but like the the level of style of even teenagers is outlandish today because they have so much access to um, tutorials and mm. just like they're able to like look around, find what they like and then totally embody Oh, and and like order clothes online if they want to and they, yeah. they can find whatever they want and they can so create many their options. own sort of style identity yeah whereas when i was in high school it was like still just magazines pretty much like the internet Me wasn't too. good for that like i was on the t- like the tail end of that where everything i got was from like much music you know like totally. the totally. music videos on much music like i'm like oh you know selena gomez is wearing that like it yeah. all comes back to selena gomez but yeah <laughs> wait are, are you are you latina <laughs> yeah wait am i spanish are you spanish <laughs> i like selena gomez <laughs> but no like <laughs> wait a second <laughs> wait what what yeah uh so you know like there was just it's very black and white like what is cool or whatever or not you know and then but but even totally even then, even if I see something on TV, I still have to go shop at the Gap, you know? I'm not like, oh, I can yeah. find that exact clothing item, you know? No. Yeah, and then you had to buy whatever, like, makeup you could find at Mac or whatever, and then just yeah. do your best. Exactly, yeah. With, with no guidance, unless but- your mom happens to be, or unless you have, like, a cool aunt who can actually show you, but maybe your aunt <laughs> has bad style, and then you yeah. end up looking like your aunt. Yeah, and- there's like, no like control of what to the outcome is like it's just blind trying it, to be something would just even just like the pure skill like teens today have such like especially girls that that work at it they have such incredible makeup skills mm-hmm. that they have like they have like the level of makeup skills that probably in the 90s was reserved only for for people who like did makeup for a living yeah because there's some girls who like they just they can just see it on youtube they can practice on themselves and then they can do their own tutorials or whatever but like yeah back in back back uh when i was like trying to figure out what i like to wear like really what what were my options i just whatever whatever was on tv and then even if i saw something that i thought was cool like where the hell am i gonna buy that exactly it's ended up you don't know where it's from. I know. Dude, check out this mic. I I thought I thought I was gonna use this <laughs> mic and I tried to make it work, but it yeah. doesn't it doesn't work. It looks right cool. Now. It's like white. Hello Kitty. It has Hello Kitty. Yeah, it's it. a Hello Kitty mic. It's very yeah. cool. Yeah. But it's it's broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I think, it's fixable. I think it's fixable. Hello Kitty. What are you Spanish? Be... <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. We're just like what? <laughs> Different things that Spanish people yeah, like yeah. It's Selena Gomez and Hello Kitty and 
Hola gato. Um, oh yeah. wait, you just took it apart. I've yeah, never seen a see I... a mic taken apart. Mm-hmm. To see if any of these soldering points are what oh, looks fine. That's the difference between like musicians and stand-up comedians i like hesitate to even say that because like because <laughs> musicians know all their equipment and stuff like if you gave a stand-up comedian like a microphone and told them like how does it work like can you plug it into something make it mm-hmm. make sound they would be like huh i don't know <laughs> what to do like we- well, yeah because n- they're because they don't actually work with just, equipment. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're just given a mic most of the time and it works. So why would but you? But if I feel it? like it's our only thing that we have to worry about a microphone, like we should know what how to make it work. <laughs> yeah. Like kind of like a like a sort of monk like a monk like control, like or or like one of those. One, yeah. One of those monks that only makes like a specific type of noodle. Mm-hmm. And so they make it, they, they only hand, like deal with this one type of noodle. And so you can be able to be sure that that type of noodle is perfect when they, when and yeah. they know everything about the noodle. Exactly. And that's like comedians. Yeah. They work with microphones, but it's like, they know nothing about it. Like it'll disconnect from yeah. the cord. And I, I've seen like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'll disconnect from the cord and they'll be like, what do I do? When do I do? It's like, just put it back. You fucking idiot. Yeah, well, I bet you, I bet you, it has to do with touring. I think touring mm. is like a little boot camp for anybody because you're always presented with such suspect equipment that you actually have to. So, for example, like imagine you're on a tour. I don't know how many like long tours you've done where you've where you have a ton of dodgy equipment, but like you show up and the mic stand they give you is like half broken. So mm. if you try to do anything with it, it's gonna it's gonna like duck down and like look awkward or it's just going to be yeah. the wrong kind for you the kind that you're not familiar with like i assume that you prefer like a freddie mercury style just like straight up yeah hip, right on a, yeah. on a round base yeah 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 the classic because then you can because then you can drag it around a little bit but you know what's going to happen and you know like there's the kind with the three legs and sometimes oh, that works that but one. if it's yeah especially when they're old you hate them because the, when they get old the legs just sort of if you lift it limp. the legs just sort of go limp like an yeah. octopus yeah and then you can't get it back down with yeah. one hand it's just a nightmare and mm, there's no way to look yeah. smooth in that situation so yeah. yeah yeah when but if it's your if it's your own shit you're not that's not going to happen but i think i think touring comedians probably do know those two things like their mic the probably oh, yeah and also some some cables that that go into their mics like are just loose they're just like the the connection is just kind of it's just like they it doesn't fit tight anymore. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. And so it'll well, that's why when sometimes when people pull a mic out of the uh, out of the the clip, it just yeah. comes it just disconnects because like the oh the mic or the or the cable is is too yeah. loose. It's all worn out. It's had its best days are behind it. Interesting. Yeah, no, I had a gig once at, at Powell River and mm, yeah. it was at a fucking okay, it's for it was for Yuck Yucks, but like it like it was a restaurant that just decided to partner with Yuck Yucks. It's in no way a comedy club. It was not set up like one. It was just like a restaurant attached to a hotel. And I did I was the opener 
and I went up mm-hmm. and the microphone, like it worked, but then it had a constant ringing that was, can oh, be yikes. hurt. Yeah, just constant ringing. And I was like, they no one did any checks or anything. So I was doing my like intro and everyone's like, there's a ringing. We can't hear it. They're just yelling at me. And, and I'm like, okay, how, what do I do? How do I fix it? And then the, there's no manager or anything. It's just like the staff. Like I feel bad. It's waitresses like trying to fix my problem. They got to do their jobs too. You know, like they got to like serve tables and I'm like, yeah. oh, can you help me? Like I literally no one. And uh, we just, it just was so crazy. Like that went on for like 20 minutes and I'm just like, all right. And it'll stop for a second and then I'll I'll do my jokes and it'll start yeah. ringing again and I can't do my jokes anymore. And Ugh. it was, yeah, it was um, really funny. Well, that that's even worse than if it was consistent because if it was consistent, then you'd just be like, okay, we have to solve this before mm-hmm. we can move on. Yeah. But if it's like intermittent, then you oh. can kind of like get ahead of steam going and then, it's, then it comes back in and you're like, oh, okay. That's exactly all, what happened. Ruined. That kept happening yeah, over and over yeah. again. Every time I started a joke, it would stop. And then when I, it got going, it would start. And so at the punchline, I would have to be like, fuck. So it was just me setting up a bunch of premises. So it just felt like I was talking for no reason, <laughs> you know? And so everyone was like, oh, <laughs> so it was not a good time. Well, that's exactly why musicians know a bit about their gear because because of exact that exact thing the sound person isn't really a sound person yeah half the time especially like when you know if you got famous really quick then you're always like from the beginning you had people handling that stuff for you and you won't know anything but if you're not that good <laughs> or if you're just like not that popular then you can spend years and years and trust me i'm one of them you can spend years and years playing the kind of places that like are not thinking about you in in any way and so you know i think everyone goes through that though like uh, no one's popular off the bat like i don't don't think it's there's a good chance that harry styles doesn't know how to like work a mixing board yeah that's true yeah right um or any of those k-pop dudes you think those K-pop dudes know how know how the sound stuff works? Like they're not they're not working Probably on that stuff. Probably not, but they did come from humble beginnings. I'll tell you that. Tell me more about it. Okay, so <laughs> I was hoping you would say, um, <laughs> they well they were just all poor. Like, and when they first started, they lived in like so basically K-pop in Korea is like i'll compare it to comedy in america where you can say you're a comedian but you can still be like no one wants to book you you know no popularity at all that's what happens with k-pop idols they can say that they're Mm. like a k-pop group or idol um but that doesn't mean that they have fans you know and so when they first started out they were very poor they had their, their record label was like you know bankrupt almost and was on the way to bankruptcy and so they had no money and they all had to have jobs like they had food delivery jobs they 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 had had waitress or like uh service service industry jobs yeah oh man that wouldn't did did you see you saw parasite obviously i think we talked Mm -hmm. about that yeah you know how they that family has to have all those dumb jobs to try to make ends meet yeah yeah, With like pizza folding. folding pizza boxes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. How about a movie 
in the same kind of vibe as Parasite, but it's a K-pop, like a struggling K-pop group <laughs> that are sort of weathering the indignities of having to like fold pizza boxes. Yeah. Um, when really they want to, they want to be rocking stadiums. You don't know how many times I've thought about like stories that could work around K-pop for like screen, like for the screen. I was like, can Honestly, I work K-pop into, you know, a movie or a show? Like, cause I just want to work on that. Like it's something I'm obsessed with. Right. Okay. Like, but it, I don't know. It's hard. Okay. He, here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. Cause I actually think that you might be onto something. <laughs> it's cause I'm sure, I'm sure there's lots of K-pop stories that are really, really, polished and and very posy and just about like um you know this is our our rise to fame and they don't and there might be like a couple scenes of of the of one of the singer going through i don't know family trouble and you know there's some showing some vulnerability but in general it's just like one of those sort of documentaries that just just go from from the beginning to like stardom over time yeah. you know there's always a upward rise. trajectory yeah i want to i want to see the movie and it's not a documentary but it could <laughs> be no i don't even want to see it in documentary style i want to see it like parasite style and yeah. shot just as beautifully yes um and it's it's a k-pop group that are living together honestly i feel like there was yeah so it's a k-pop group that's living together and they're trying to make ends meet uh-huh. and they're to the world, they have to have this super like polished and clean cut, but like sort of um, you know, palatable, like, like star pad- star quality. Where they have to quality. be a, a bit of a bit of a some one of them has to be a bit of a bad boy, but in a palatable <laughs> way. Yeah, and like, um, but in you the, always have to have a but, bad boy. But in yeah. this, but you know what, you never see in in any k-pop um content and this is probably a cultural thing you never see them like um you know like in a bathroom with a groupie or something like that or never you know what i mean yeah or or like doing lines of cocaine with with (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah it could be like a gritty they're not even allowed to have tattoos like exactly yeah yeah so it's taboo in korean culture because they're pretty conservative but I bet you there's there's some I'm sure they are pretty clean cut, but I bet you there's some shit going on. Of course. That, they're human. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Beautiful humans. Yes. They're more they're they're more than human. They're better super than average. <laughs> <laughs> some some might say. Some might say. Um but uh but yeah, I wanna watch that. It's like a, just a gritty and they're struggling, they're 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 doubting themselves. One yeah. of them is like getting they more did. Into, they of did. Course, they yeah. doubted themselves. They like. They no, but, did you know that seven of all seven of them lived in one room, like one bedroom apartment, and they had just bunk beds. And, write like, that screenplay, dude. That people would watch that. <laughs> I would There's have to so get many... the rights to the BTS story. No, no, no. It wouldn't. Wouldn't story. be BTS. It'd be some other. It'd be a fictional, a fictional right. group. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a fictional group, so you could go really deep and not worry about um, slandering anyone. Right, yeah, that's true. And yeah, you, and you can also take licenses. Like you could make them. Yeah, I love the idea of them just struggling. I know because it is of, interesting. Like, of course, the, all, of what course. they have to hide. They have to hide so much. Like they're so polished. I, I, I feel like I don't even know them, even though I spend hours with them every day on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I, I like there's so much like that they just put away, right? That is not like marketable, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or, 
for audiences in Korea and the world. So, so they, like ha- art- they just have to seem perfect. So we cut out here for a second, but now we're going to go back to where we connected here now. Anyway, I was just talking about a gritty, uh, it was like a gritty um, biopic style kind of mm-hmm. uh, movie. And it, but it was about like wrestling and you never really see the sort of pain behind a lot of those wrestlers who, um, who, you know, take steroids and have depression and are like addicted to booze and have yeah. family problems. And, yeah. and there, I'm sure there's, there's sides. I want to see like all the, all the, the, guts and glory of of k-pop right. of the rise to stardom of k-pop and i feel like people would love it people because there's so many k-pop fans and no one's ever seen that side of yeah, it yeah but at the same time they might want to kill me for it you know no but- like because they're so do you don't understand how protective k-pop fans are of their k-pop idols like they think that some people some of them do actually think that k-pop idols are perfect and that they don't do any of that and if you say that they do um then you're like slandering them or like saying that they're lying or something or like in like you're criticizing them somehow you know because they're all like teenage girls like the you know the k-pop fans most of them are you know like 14 year olds so they're very angry yeah, but this isn't their particular group. This is a fictional group. Yeah, that's based, true. Based on whoever. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they, you'd have to make it so that it wouldn't be too clearly like modeled after BTS or whoever. Yeah, or anyone. Yeah. Or anyone. True. And you could, man, like, it, I think that, I think, I bet you anything that even those K pop stands, this is something that they need to see and they would want to see. Like, think about how many K pop stars kill themselves. Oh, I that, know. Even, that we even hear about like mm-hmm. the fact that we hear about the ones that kill it's themselves awful. means that there's yeah. a lot of people who aren't quite that famous who are killing themselves yeah um who just, just don't make the news it's definitely because to- of how like crazy the k-pop school people are they like control your weight your relationships your like yeah your life your phone they can take your phone and do whatever they want and like they don't allow you to talk to girls or see girls like if you're a if you're a guy and if you're a girl yeah like it's the same thing you know like you're just not allowed to date and you know i'm telling you shitty. i'm very i'm very excited about this idea for you <laughs> I, I i honestly it it's one of those things that it seems like so obvious that mm-hmm. something like this is eventually going to come out and and absolutely blow people's minds mm, yeah and you you want to write a screenplay anyway and you love k-pop I and do. and so yeah you, you can just love k-pop and then write a screenplay about something <laughs> some other bullshit if you want to but you could also and this one would allow you to do a lot of more a lot of research it mm-hmm. would allow you to maybe even go to korea oh i'm on, planning i'm planning yeah. to go you could go to korea you could you'd probably want to be co-writing it with a korean um obviously because yeah it wouldn't be that legit if if it's just you yeah right um, yeah i don't i mean like i watch a lot of korean stuff but my knowledge does not you know compare to an actual korean person yeah and it's tough to write probably tough to write jokes for uh for a korean because you don't know what's funny to them yeah or like you don't know like the way that they talk necessarily yeah i mean I feel like 
I do a little. You feel like you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, you don't know how many hours I put into watching BTS videos of them just hanging out. I watched like literally 16 hours of them on vacation because they do like a reality show where they go on vacation. I watched like, you know, 50 episode, half hour episodes of them playing just random games like rock, paper, scissors and stuff. And I've watched... <laughs> <laughs> and I've watched another 16 hours of them going to like camp- like camping. So, wow. <laughs> I know how have they you, talk. <laughs> have you picked up any Korean? Oh, I'm learning it like uh actual I I can listen, but I I would say my Korean is comparable to that of a 2-year-old Korean child living in Korea where I mm. can tell you how old I am. I can tell you uh, <laughs> my name and I yeah. know colors and numbers. So yeah, two year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, and like, oh, I want to eat, or I'm hungry, or, or, or thirsty. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> those basic like uh, life things. Yeah, that's pretty much how I'm with Mandarin, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think those are the <laughs> basics of you know every language, mm-hmm. where it's like. Yeah, you're just learning along with a child. So, yeah, I mean that's about as deep as my personality gets, anyway. So I don't really know how much <laughs> further I have to take it. Yeah, that's all you need. You're just gonna, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this this is uh, you don't seem as excited about it as I am. <laughs> but... No, I it's because I've thought about it already, and like I think it would be interesting, like the because. The thing that like intrigues me about it is like K-pop school. It just seems like such a funny thing. Like every time I've mentioned K-pop school to anyone, they're like, what? Like, that's real? I'm like, yeah. Like, it's a thing that they go to when they're 14. Like, they literally just live on the premises and like Mm -hmm. they live near the studio. And every day they wake up early to go train in song and dance. And like, it's K-pop school. And it's like American Idol times a thousand, like the, it's every day of their lives, you know? So yeah, it's like fame or one of those uh, like center stage. Was that a movie? I don't know. Yeah, it was a movie about ballerinas yeah. and then the early yeah. 2000s maybe. Yeah. It's very like black swan vibes of like, just, yeah, you're competing with everyone. Oh, dude, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's yeah. the tone. I mean, yeah. that, that one's a little more supernatural and like maybe darker than I would even want. But, Super like, dark. Yeah. But yeah, like an art house tone, but mm. about that, about that world. Mm. That would really, be interesting. Yeah, because so cool. Because the world of K-pop is so like bubblegum, like happy, you know, everything positive, you know, nothing bad. So yeah, it would be very polarizing to see the human side, which obviously is going to be, you know, overworked kind of lonely uh yeah yeah crazy existence and like you know having a burner phone that he uses to talk to his secret girlfriend who's in another group and they have to like talk about um (laughs) and and that scene like you've never you have to hide it from your manager yeah yeah, you've never seen that scene of like the the k-pop dude using his burner phone in a washroom to to talk to his girlfriend and Mm -hmm. and i don't know like her telling him that she's going to be on tour for like 
eight months and they're not going to see each other. Yeah. Or, or, or that she's like, do they ever have fake relationships? Are they ever given like a. No. Cause it's, it's the, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of research they did, but they did do like a lot of research into what would be the optimal way to make a idol. And what they found is that no relationship is better than any relationship. So like any kind of relationship will make fans angry. <laughs> so, which is so stupid. Cause like, what, what do you think this is? Like they're people, but anyways. Um, so they found that just no relationship. And if they want skinship is also another thing that's big, like where, because they're not allowed to be in relationships, they are encouraged to like be touchy with the other members in their group just to like, did you say skinship? Yeah, like skin, like that's what they call it, like skinship, like where t- like being touchy with your other members, like you know, like you know, caressing their cheek or like hugging them or like holding their hand, like that. Yeah, like a like a jail kind of thing. <laughs> you know, like just kind of like being super close to a point, like very intimate with your other members is um, something that they encourage. Like your label will usually encourage so that your fans can see what you would be like in a relationship but not actually be in a relationship so so that the fans can put themselves into that situation without ever you know seeing them in a relationship because that would make them upset it's funny how in north america at some point the industry decided that it was good to sort of cross promote with with some with a a managed relationship like Mm -hmm. like a like a Justin Timberlake, um, Britney Spears kind of uh, union. But they're right. Like that was people love couples. Like that. Yeah. Was something and then you they get found. They love. And then you get couples. more pressed when they break up, or yeah, or, like, you know, or if they thing. have it's, a baby. Just... Yeah, it's so it's like an endless train of like uh, publicity. Yeah, exactly. So I'm surprised that that. I just feel like maybe and without knowing that world at all, I kind of feel like that world has, has, it can't, it won't stay static like this forever. I feel like people are going to break the mold and find new ways and it's going to like crack it all open. And I feel like you're going to be the one to do that with (laughs) me. (laughs) You, I'm going to break the K-pop world with knowing Korean that of a two year old. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. You know, you know tone. You know, you know what you want to see. Right, and I know the K-pop world most of all. There aren't that many people that could do this, Andrea. As, yeah. uh, I'll stop. I'll stop. I, I do want at the end <laughs> of this. I do plug want plug me this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm just this is just a pitch session. Yeah. But there aren't that many people that could do this because you'd need the perspective of knowing and loving K-pop so much, but not, mm-hmm. but not being so from there enough to be brainwashed by yeah um you, you couldn't be an actual k-pop stan you have to have like your an own outside thoughts. perspective yeah, you have yeah an outside, outside perspective, perspective and and that's what you have to offer and there and i'm sure there's a, a handful of people like that but you're one of them and and it's true yeah and as soon as it, people listen to this podcast the the idea is out there we, we don't own this idea so They'll steal yeah. the idea yeah so yeah, so <laughs> anyone listening who's going to steal this idea, if Andrea's not doing it, call me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can I want to I want to compose. No, I yeah, I want to compose some of the the K-pop cuz that's the most fun 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna like try it out, see if I could piece it together because it is something I think it's interesting. I've thought about this, like it it is interesting, but we'll see, we'll see. And it would be unique to me because yeah, that's literally how I spend my days. It sounds, fun. <laughs> it, sounds it sounds fun. It sounds fun, and it sounds. Yeah, no, no other comedians that are doing that right now. I've been realizing that it doesn't matter what people do for fun. I used to like judge myself and other people depending on like what they do for fun. Like I would think like, oh, watching a sports game is a waste of time or whatever, whatever is a waste of time. And that's so stupid. Now I'm like, I, you know what? If it makes you happy, nothing is a waste of time. If it makes you happy the entire way, it's enjoyable for you. Even if you like, nothing is more meaningful than something else. It, it's only it, it, it is if it is to you. So that that's, that's what it's a real like. It's a real like matrix, <laughs> uh, <laughs> matrix attitude. Like, <laughs> I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because I only decided that when I started wa- putting in like hours, like literally days, into watching just f- these fucking boys just. play rock paper scissors and I was like oh this is clearly a waste of time but it's making me very happy so is it a waste of time I don't know I don't think it is (laughs) certainly not if you if you um use that for the screenplay that you're working on that's true Uh, again I'm gonna stop I'm stopping (laughs) yeah you're like stopping you're like okay every single time interesting but uh, what about that screenplay (laughs) (laughs) no I I agree if it makes you happy it's if it's just about what you're, what do you value? If you value happiness, then it would be cool to just have a VR, VR set on and just like walk around some virtual world and, and, yeah. and play handball with Johnny Depp. If that's like what you want to do. You know what? That I've said this out loud to people. I've said this thing where if there was a technology that I could be just VR plugged in with BTS all of the time. I would say bye to reality immediately. That would just be me for the rest of my life. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet it's, man, when, when people start to be able to do that kind of stuff. Oh, so many people v- are going to exit reality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, imagine, imagine. I've even th- thought about this for like, because I love to go on Google, on Google Maps and walk Ooh. around on Street View Ooh, just yeah. for fun. Uh-huh. But imagine if it was a VR setup and I it was just sort of like smooth and fluid and I was walking around Paris. Uh, it would be so fun. Yeah. But yeah. it'd be weird because I'd be walking around Paris like in 2017 because that's when they took those photos, <laughs> you know? It'd and everything so is static. Yeah. Like nothing Everything's moves. static. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd still have the pleasure of walking around it, um, gliding, but, uh, yeah, gliding, even gliding and flying. I could also fly. Right? Ooh, oh, fuck! That would be cool. Yeah, because you know, because they have all the all the aerial shots too. So yeah, you could in you could in theory you could fly. Oh man, that'd be really <laughs> cool. But anyway, yeah. Look, once you can do that, yeah, you could do a BTS hangout. You could do, I mean, a porn man. Imagine porn. I mean, I'm sure there's already VR porn. Mm-hmm. I've never oh, had a there VR. is. I think, yeah, yeah, there definitely is. That That's terrifying. Well, I don't know about it's terrifying. It sounds very, 
it sounds like the uh the final form of porn because it yeah makes no sense yeah what else the next thing would just be like having sex in real life yeah. like because you yeah. i was like what how else can you make that better like literally you can't that no. it, then it would just be real life and honestly yeah. even in real life like not everything is what to its optimal it like it's not it's not, it's not perfect as, a, every as time. imagined yeah exactly yeah so but with the vr it can be because there is the, she's an actress you know Do you, yeah we're we're looking at when that i mean who knows I, i'm sure it already exists in 10 years it might be and with deep fakes and stuff like okay here's a question this is gonna, be gonna <laughs> creep you out for sure what would happen what happens you get famous you become the next dave Chappelle, mm. and in like five years there's you find out that there's um porn there's vr porn where people can just select you as an avatar oh deep fake yeah um i you know what i'm not gonna judge whatever makes people happy i don't think it's a waste of time or it's creepy i'm just gonna be like you're you're sticking to your values i like that yeah it's i i do feel like if you need to do that it's fine if it's not harming me it's not no as long as it's not hurting me or you're like kidnapping me or whatever like that's it's (laughs) okay do whatever you want what about would you okay what about if um this technology came came up but it actually got regulated quick enough that nobody could do it unless you gave away the or sold the rights Mm. would you sell your rights no because if i had control over it then maybe not because like you know i want it's like i don't want people to vr have sex with me but like if they found a way to do it then it's like what it's you know whatever i'm not gonna be like yeah it's like people it's like people pirating your special yeah it's like it's you know it's a very uh whatever attitude about it but I feel like a yeah. lot of people would be angry and would do something like if that happened to them. But I just don't have the energy. I need to watch 12 hours of BTS eating ramen noodles. So I have to better things to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know you're not asking, but I definitely would sell my rights. Like there's no question. <laughs> you would. No question. Oh, my God. Of Why? Course. Make some fucking money off of, off of pervs. Incredible. <laughs> it'd be incredible okay well i didn't know you could make money you didn't say yeah no i said sell yeah yeah, you sell sell your rights oh i yeah and like i and i suppose it would i would imagine like the more famous and the hotter you are the more money you could ask for oh well that changes things so then it just becomes about a number probably you know like 500 bucks no 500 bucks no how much would you sell for (laughs) <laughs> pretty low pretty low uh <laughs> uh but not a meal not, no not that low i guess <laughs> no okay I, at first i was gonna make that joke but i actually think the truth is yeah I'd a real bu- number i'd probably want uh i'd want to i don't let's just say that you can create you can it's a contract so you can create a uh, you can create a, like a, an end, a renegotiation moment, right? Because mm-hmm. if I get, because I don't want to sell now, 
right before my album comes out and then I become mm-hmm. so big that um right that, like, loads of dudes want to fuck me in virtual yeah. reality so before you're at your peak yeah yeah so I would want to like you know I'd want a two-year contract I'd probably I'd, let's say like 10, 10 grand 10 grand five-year yeah. contract yeah you don't want to get you don't want to get Scotty Pippened <laughs> totally don't want to yeah. get pippin'd yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah although i would get pippin because i'm not the hottest guy in my band so i but would definitely y- get pippin by by our drummer <laughs> but like on the team it's still you y- worth way more than you know not as scotty pippin you know so yeah like, no i to you, be well, on the team yeah pippin would pippin got robbed is what i'm saying yeah yeah how much do you? How much would you pay to have sex with in VR with Scotty Pippen? <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> rhetorical question. Rhetorical question. Okay. Yeah. Oh, rhetorical. Okay, it's I was going to answer because I was like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, that's why it's a rhetorical question. I want to get paid. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe you don't remember how sexy his voice is though. His voice is so honestly. Sexy in I was very charmed by him in the doc, like not in his story because he seemed like kind of you know pissy the whole time. But I understood like if I was getting fucked like that, like I would yeah, he, get be pissy too. But he got fucked in reality. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Not virtual reality yeah exactly so i get why he's like was pissy but his attitude now he's like all smiles he's like laughing about the past like he's super chill like he was so charming so yeah yeah no i i love i think phil he won that that document him and and rodman won that documentary because yeah. i think people realize that dennis rodman was like uh a pioneer in so many ways oh for yeah i know just like partying and then getting the job done like yeah better than anyone yeah Yeah. he was he was like a yeah he was an amazing athlete he partied he he hung out with with uh models and musicians and he Mm -hmm. um he did everything you know he died as died as he was like the first sort of you know athletic black dude in public in the public eye to like wear dresses and dye his hair pink and oh yeah do his yeah, nails and style wear crazy icon. St- yeah style icon yeah style icon man i love i love rodman yeah no he's um, cool he was super cool like i i remember like just watching him being like wow he's so cool like how can you be that cool i don't understand <laughs> yeah i know i know he's yeah. certainly he's pretty kooky now but um yeah but even now it's like, oh, you used to be like a rock star, basically. You exactly. Know? And he like looks you could like tell. it too. Yeah, he, yeah his, there's skin, an air his about skin him. says it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got where, rock star skin. Exactly, where it, it's rough. It's yeah. like sandpaper. Yeah, it's yeah like... exactly. Yeah, he's like he's like the he's, he's like a black, black Keith stuff. Richards. Yeah, yeah. You oh you did a lot of stuff in your day, you know, where your skin has is worn out. To yeah. wear out your skin, you really lived life. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, I think we covered a lot. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool that we've. You're still thinking about, about the screenplay? <laughs> no, no, I'm past it. I'm past it. I'm more thinking <laughs> okay. about the 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 VR avatar uh, idea mm-hmm. now. 
Wait, so how much? We never, you never even said like how much would you sell for? I said two years, ten grand. Right now,、oh, renegotiating right. Two, two years. years what? What are you? What about you? Maybe you don't want to wait till after your album came out、yeah. next month or whatever. I think five million dollars、uh, every <sighs> two years. <laughs> wow.、I'm, okay.、Uh, am I aiming high? I don't know. Maybe. Well, you no, might as well start. You know what would be funny、um, if if it was like commission basis, like. Or、oh my royalty god! Royalty basis where royalty you just、base. get you like just Spotify, but you're getting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So every time like someone comes、uh, because <laughs> of you, you get、no. like a a check in the mail. Like, <laughs> no, like there's no they can't measure whether it comes where whether it gets to orgasm or on、not. the mem and the memo line. It just says like it was Richard, <laughs> like the name <laughs> the name of the guy or. Or woman that came, like it was Penelope. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that would that's maybe that's how it would go. That would be、Because、better. No one, I would rather. No one would want to pay you up. Yeah, no one would want to pay you up front. You're right. No, like, that, I mean that's the streaming model anyway. So that so it it would probably pay out much like Spotify does now. Hopefully more fairly than Spotify.、Um, oh yeah. Little 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 fuck you to Spotify. That I'd like to.、Uh, Pass on any chance I get. They、um, added a tip thing.、Eh? Did you? I saw that. I saw they、yeah. added a tip thing. Good for them.、Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck them. They could. They could so like, easily tip everybody.、Yeah. It's like、tip. how restaurant. Exactly. People, yeah, it's like restaurants being like, "Hey, you can you, you tip them. You can tip them. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, this is nothing special, but you know, we'll, you you could you could do it." This is on you, yeah. And then later, it's like you know, we're actually going to share tips, pool, <laughs> actually, like pool tips. You guys are getting so much tips that how about I get some because I help you, so like yeah, exactly.、I'll、give like give me some. They're, they're going to commission on the tips. Don't worry, they're、yeah. that kind of a company. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're right. It would that's how it would be. It would be commission based like that. It would be it be、uh, royalty based. That'd be great. Um, I would love that. That that would just be so insane. Yeah,、um, and that's gonna happen too. Like we're talking hypothetically, but like this for sure. It's gonna already happen. happening. With like probably already、fans. is happening. You know. Oh right, yeah. Like it's partially happening with OnlyFans, where you pay to you know get photos and you know videos that are personalized to you, but you can like, what's the next? It's so easy、yeah. to just do that next. I'm picturing. This technology, where like you don't have to like even, it's basically just like your face, and then the, and then the VR people <laughs> like just they just pick a stock body, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. Seems like it might match yours, and then、yeah. no one really knows.、Who、like、cares. the deep fake, the true deep fake version, like of、yeah. just putting a face on something. Yeah, that, like the like the topless Jennifer Aniston kind of, this, of vibe. <laughs> yeah, of the, the just spread <laughs> wide open. It's like, oh yeah, that's her. <laughs> Yeah, that's her. <laughs> I recognize that anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. No, so would but would that change things for you if if it wasn't even your body? It was just like the it was a body. It I think、like、it depends.、Body. It has to like、yeah. it depends how the body is. I if it's oh yeah, what if they give you a gross body? <laughs> if it's too far from what I am, then I might be like. Uh, make oh, it closer. You, I wanted want to it closer. Be accurate, because then that would be the image they have of me in their minds. Like I'm very,、uh, I, I'm very, pers, per, what's it called?、Um, 
specific about yeah. like how, what people what I want people to think of me and the image that I right, give yeah. off or whatever which is so stupid but like uh I am particular about it and so if it's inaccurate I will have a problem I'll be like you know what I'll just send you a picture of my real body so just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not close you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for me I would be like like just like use your imagination, but like add 10%, please. Um, or like, um, it'd be a little bit like in, uh, in Madden in like the athletes, uh, or in, in NBA 2k, yeah. how athletes, they get a score. And every time a, a new edition of NBA 2k comes in, comes out, all the athletes, all the real athletes who play the game, they are, they're, it's almost like getting the report card at the end where they're like, I'm a 98. That's amazing. And then if they get something lower than they're expecting, then they're genuinely so bummed, even though it's just a fucking video game. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how it would be. It would be like, oh, oh man, I just, that's I funny like I, that they, they, I didn't know they care about that. Oh, so much. In fact, some <laughs> of them are, some of them get so salty about it too. Yeah. Cause all if they're of them like think a bad that, player. Yeah. All of them think of themselves as being like, hundred uh, percent the, the next Kobe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but in reality, like you know, they didn't play that well that season. So the yeah. next year they're downgraded to like an 85, which is just not how oh, they see themselves. Yeah. And then um and yeah, they don't they get super upset about it actually. That's so funny <laughs> that they get graded. Yeah. Like yeah, the, <laughs> they fully get graded by a game and they're like, oh what what? No, I you know what? <laughs> I would be the same. I'm like saying, oh, it's so funny that they care about that. It's like, yeah, yeah I would be like, what the fuck? Every year yeah. I would be like, what the fuck? Did, did they see my shots? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see my shooting? <laughs> I know. I know. Anyways, yeah, well, yeah. We we have talked a lot and I feel yes. like we've we've covered some good stuff. You've definitely got a few a few good uh, uh, things to, to write in the blurb of the episode blurb yeah we're right <laughs> spanish people enjoy selena gomez and hello kitty that's the that's good that's the takeaway uh you might as well mention uh the new screenplay you're working on mm-hmm. about uh about about bts about like the the real just about bts the... it's exactly BTS no, no. word for word <laughs> so no, you couldn't say BTS. Yeah, you have to come yeah. up with a new name and stuff. DTS. Have... Yeah. <laughs> DTF. DTF. The <laughs> that would DTF. be horrible. Uh, band. Yeah. And then um and then yeah, like how much how much you would uh, sell your your VR sex rights for. Yes. Five billion dollars. Yeah. It, went I, up. I, it just went up. It's cool that you said that, but there's no way everyone's got a number and it's yours is way lower than that. <laughs> it's way lower. I like how it's way lower. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I said 10 grand for, for two years. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I, I went made... from 5 million to 5 billion. Well, you got to start high, right? Okay. But imagine, yeah. imagine you, you saying 5 million, but your, your real number is like, you know, like $12,000. Mm-hmm. So like slowly you just get there like, they just keep negotiating you down and then you end up at $12,000. <laughs> My friend and I talked about that. Like when we worked at a restaurant where she was like, uh, cause we were talking about like how much would it, cause the CEO of the restaurant, they always have like some young 
girl with him. What restaurant is this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But, okay. I, uh, well, it's people already know. But anyways, uh, like. Is it Dairy Queen? I know you no, 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 Dairy no, no, Queen. no, 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 uh, no. It's like but, a, like a, like a cactus style restaurant, but not cactus club. Like. Okay. It's like, but anyways, like the CEO always has like some young girl. And so we were like, oh, how much, like, what if he approached you? Like, how much would you? And then my friend was like, honestly, I would do it for him to pay my next phone bill. And I was like, how the fuck much is your phone bill? She was like $80. I was like, no. And she was like, dark. I know. And she was like, actually, no, no, no. Like she took it back as soon as like everyone said theirs, which was like thousands of dollars, obviously. And (laughs) And like she was like, wait, 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 no, 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 um, t- uh, two thousand. Like she was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dark funny. line of questioning. Uh, well, that's the it's <laughs> when you get to what what money means, like what people will do for money. It be, it can get dark so fast. I remember in a on one tour we started talking about like, <laughs> oh, this is extre- extremely specific, and it was like you you meet some sort of like some Saudi Arabian prince who's got all mm-hmm. the money in the world. And he's just got this thing where he just really loves to, um, he lo- loves to watch people take shots of their own piss. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, so we had to like talk about the, the, the specifics of it. So like in this case, it was like, it's your own piss and you're, you can be as well hydrated as you want. <laughs> so you can be like all clear and stuff like that if you want to, but like, what's your number? And all of us in the van were were like really thinking about it, and and a bunch of us said, you know, like five hundred bucks, two thousand bucks, and you know, some people like who really care about their dignity, not me, obviously, uh, were saying <laughs> much higher. And then one yeah. guy's like, "Man, fuck it, like fifty bucks, I don't care. It's just one, <laughs> it's an ounce. I'll drink an ounce of anything, really. It's a lot of money." That's true, and also, it, if it's my own piss, I I can control how it, what I drink and stuff. That's I what would I'm make saying, it nice. Yeah. I would make it nice. Yeah. You know? I would drink lots of water. It's not even going to be yellow. It's just going to be no. like exactly like it's going to, it'll be fine. It's basically water anyway. Apparently like when, when athletes are getting piss tested, um, if they drink too much water, they actually, uh, it's like a mistrial almost because yeah. there's too yeah. much water in the piss that it yeah. doesn't even count as piss. Yeah. I know this for... <laughs> from uti testing (laughs) i'm like like oh yeah professional athletes they know that and also me because of uti anyways i think that's a good place to end i agree i totally agree that's the that's the cul-de-sac right there thank you for coming on thanks andrea Uh, that was fun yeah and uh i hope you have a good rest of your evening it's afternoon right now I'm it's like afternoon rest of your evening. Go work on some music again i can't wait for your special to come out when does this oh, come thank out by you. The way? friday this well the podcast will i'm come gonna on, upload it like already now. out oh man you guys gotta you, you guys so. are listening to this oh wait so you can upload it now so it won't, yeah. it won't be out this it won't be out by the time our podcast is out right Ugh, that's yeah just, i know Anyway, so, if you're listening to this and it's after Friday, <laughs> get get your hands on her special. Oh, how thank you. how can people get how can people do that? Any it's like on it's it's gonna be on YouTube. Is like I the should video. have a better. <laughs> uh, 
I should have a quicker line when people ask me that, but it's uh it's an album, so it's on like every listening place. It's on all the DSPs. That's yes. The, that's what they call is that it the place. is that the proper term? Oh my god, I it don't is, know anything. Yeah. I'm like it's yeah. on, um, it, but it's on like Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play. I don't know what else. Deezer. That's the French one. Deezer. Deezer. Is that the one that that's the one that like European people use, right? I just French people. I think. I don't oh, know. okay. I know DJs I know. are on it, but yeah. Yeah, Deezer. It's a French one. I've never even laid eyes on it, but it's funny that it still exists. <laughs> Deezer. Yeah, it sounds cool. Um, yeah, so all of those places. You're almost coming out in a month, right? Oh, no, 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 not even close. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm like, in a month? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Is it? Thank- it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, oh, shit, I better get to work. <laughs> uh, okay, see you later. I got to go. All right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no. Okay, well, uh, everyone check out her. Her, I, I had a bunch of friends who were at her um, at the taping. Yeah, and uh, and they reviewed it incredibly honestly. Oh, and, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I I thought you were gonna say something nice, and you're like honestly, and I was like, okay. Well, I haven't finished. Let and, me hear it. And their honest, their honest uh, review was was a rave. So, um, nice. so yeah, the it's 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 apparently good. And uh, it's not <laughs> just good, but it's also, it's also, it's also the uh, the sort of birth of uh, a new comedy powerhouse, um, who's who's one of those overnight sensations that's actually been doing it for years, and that's oh. uh, that's your very own Andrea Jin. So thank you. That's so nice. That's so much yeah. better than all of the things I've said on press ever. So oh my god, that's one side. That's Pingo. Oh, no, yeah, that's, she's, that's Pingo. She's like clawing my hand. She's being that's like, cool. can you stop and pet me instead? Look so. at mine. Oh, look at yeah. that. That's my cat right Tingo. here. Oh, it's cute. Oh, I like the little collar. She's cute. Yeah, that's to prevent her from killing birds. <laughs> okay. It's something so cute. And I'm like, but it's I know. the reason is so... Sinister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a, <laughs> a fucking cold-blooded killer. So she has to wear this... Just like Shakespearean, the Shakespearean clown collar. I know, it's like a clown collar. It's like, oh yeah, so that she doesn't murder birds. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's a very effective killer. That's very funny. That's, I respect that. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Bye, have a good, Bye. thank you so much for coming on. See ya. Bye. Bye.